Let's go to our beloved Ustad, mashallah, full of nur on his Mubarak face. I think uh, Quwatul Islam did him good this Friday. See, everybody, everybody is on high. Ustad, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum on Arafat, jazakallahu khairan. To our technicians, brother Junaid Khan and Riaz Hussein. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulil kareem. Amma bad, all praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Today, the 25th of Rajab, with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah, Jalla we focus on Suratul Jumu'ah. Chapter number 62 and verse, there are 11 verses in this particular surah and chapter. Number one, Suratul Jumu'ah refers to Friday. Number two, on a Friday in the Fard Salat, the Jummah Salat, occasionally Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu would read this whole surah, entire surah in the first rakat. And the next surah, Surah Munafikun in the second rakat. Next one will be, it is the only name that all Mithya Allah dedicated to a particular day. You will not find any other day that all Mithya Allah dedicated an entire surah. So this shows the great virtue of Jumu'ah Friday, Sayyidul Ayyam, the greatest day of the week as far as we Muslims are concerned. Almighty Allah Jalla highlights the functions of Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Huwalladhi Ba'atha Fil Ummiyeen He Almighty Allah Jalla sent Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to the Ummiyeen Ummiyeen means the Arabs at that time the overwhelming majority could not read or write so it shows there were people who used to memorize but they would not read or write normally that was majority of them Rasul minhum the final messenger from them and the most beloved and the most precious to all Allah in the entire universe and creation four functions are mentioned yatlu alayhim ayatihi to read to them the Quran Sharif, meaning that today our makatib, our primary madrasas, how you teach the students how to read the Quran Sharif no properly, correctly. These were Arabs by and large, yet Mustafa Sallallahu is teaching them. So imagine what a great honor that is. Where you key him and purify them, purify them externally and internally, externally from kufr and shirk, from blasphemy, polytheism, internally from pride, arrogance, jealousy, all these spiritual illness and maladies. That is the khanka you find today that's what's happening. Then the third one where you allimuhumul kitab, that you teach them the meaning of the noble Quran, wal hikmah and the sunnah, the speech Mubarak, the actions of the master Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And thereafter all Matyallah says, وَإِن كَانُوا مِن قَبْلُ لَفِيدُ مُبِينَ Before the advent of Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they were astray. 
These were the people there in Medina Munawwara. وَآخَرِينَ مِنْهُمْ لَمَّا يَلْحَقُوا بِهِمْ There are many others who have still not come. So the message is international. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gestured and pointed towards Salman Farsi radiallahu and the Persian to show that Islam will prevail and reach the whole world. And lo and behold, today we can see that. However, this great virtue to imbibe and acquire the knowledge of Quran and Sunnah, but remember, if we do not practice on it, then the consequences are severe. Those people who have been given the responsibility of the Torah, thumma lam yahmiluha, they do not practice on it. So similarly, me and you, we have the Quran Sharif, we have the Sunnah Mubarakah, then all Mighty Allah says, if they don't practice on it, then it's like a donkey carrying books on the back. So imagine that today we know so much about Islam, but how many are practicing? Just now one brother sister asked, what time Tahajjud ends? Here in our lands, Lanasia, Johannesburg area, 5 o'clock. So before 5 o'clock, at 5 o'clock, you must be finished with your suhoor, your sehri. You must be finished with your witr, with your tahajjud and witr. You must be finished with your, you know, istighfar and all that. That's the best time. Wabil ashari hum yastaghfirun. Obviously, istighfar you can read now, but the best time is the suhoor time. So all Mithya Allah Jalla wala, is teaching us that people want to run away from death. Qul innal Does death you want to run away from? Remember, for innahumulaqikum, there it will reach you. We know of incidents. People left South Africa. They went overseas and they said there's too much crime and murder. Lo and behold, after one year, two years, the person got shot there in overseas. So you no know one can escape death. Wherever you are, death will reach you. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu. Ay iman walo. Oh, you who believe. Eighty-nine times all Allah has used this phrase. When the adhan is rendered on Friday, and this refers to the first adhan, as Hazrat Mufti Muhammad Shafi Sahib, the Grand Mufti of Pakistan, has mentioned in his magnum opus, his great work, Ma'ariful Quran. Hasten to remembrance of Allah, the khutbah, the sermon, the salat, the prayer. Wadarul bay and leave your businesses. Close your shops. No buying, selling that time. That is best for you. When the Jumma Friday prayer is finished, then disperse on this earth. Wabtaghum in Fadlillah and then seek the grace of Almighty Allah. Wazkurullah kathira. But even then, don't get so engrossed in your business activities. You forget Allah. Remember all, Mighty Allah, abundantly. لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ So that you are successful. O Muslim, you want your money to increase. You want your business to be flourishing. Read, Ya Wahhabu, Ya Wahhabu, Ya Wahhab. Allah is the best of givers. Ya Razzaqu, Ya Razzaqu, Ya Razzaq. Allah is the best of sustainers and providers Ya Basitu Ya Basitu Ya Basit Ya Allah You are the one who increases the risk 
Today is Awalu Nisan. Remember that Molana, you don't drive a Nisan. So in Arabic they say Awalu Nisan, 1st April. Do you know what is 1st April, Molana? They tell us it is April Fool. Remember to play fools with people today and lie to them. You tell them that person is very ill, critically ill. Go to that hospital and clinic. That person dashes there. And then when he reaches there, they say, but there's nobody like that. So when he comes back, we say, no, I just made you a fool. So all this is unacceptable, not permissible in Islam. Remember, it is lying. And Quran Karim teaches us, Laanatullahi alal kathibin. Allah's curse is on people who lie. May Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, let us speak the truth and propagate the truth at all times and all places. Barakallahu fiqh. Mm. Subhanallah, 16 minutes after 5, a beautiful Monday morning on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. Ustad, could you please give me fatwa about taking a qasam, Quran qasam, a family of I, family of mine, every second sentence he says qasam wallahi, Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. To take an qasam means that you are taking an oath. And remember to just take an oath on futile things. That you just make it your takya kalam. Takya kalam means that now it is just on your tongue all the time. And you just speak about it without realizing also. So remember this is unacceptable because you are going to be lying. You're going to desecrate the name of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. If you take an oath for the future and you say wallahi i'm not going to speak to that person i take an oath i won't visit that person and then you go there remember then there is kafara a penalty because you're desecrating the sacred name of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. And what is the kafara, the penalty? Almighty Allah Jalla Wala has mentioned it and is enshrined in the Noble Quran. For kafara to who it'amu ashati masakin. You must feed ten poor Muslims. Min ausatimatut imun, breakfast and supper. O kiswatuhum, or you have to clothe them. Or you give the money equivalent and so forth. So Almighty Allah says, Wahfadu aymanakum, you guard your oaths. Not that you just make it a game and desecrating Almighty Allah's name. That is not a sahira, a minor sin. Is not kabira, a major sin. Is akbarul kabair. It is one of the most heinous crimes. We know something is incorrect and yet we take Allah Ta'ala's name. That is called Allah you are diving and plunging into the vices and sins so this is a major major offense may Allah Ta'ala protect us mm. subhanallah was that the, uh, brother Ibrahim Seder from Mashallah Italy uh, he wants to know that uh, who who was Habbar Ibn al-Aswad Ustad you must remember that when you study the fiqh and so forth, you will find so many of the people that they have great, great qualities. So these were the fuqaha, the awliyaullah of their time. And that is how they made contributions, people who then embraced Islam on their hands and so forth. So yes, they were great, great people and all may Allah Jalla Wala reward them, grant them the degrees, great, great, higher stages in Jannah. Ustad, can I give my brother zakat? He is 16 years old and lives with my parents but doesn't get spending money and allowance. This is from uh, Mayfair, Ustad. 
He's only 16 years old, so it is the duty of the parents to sustain and nourish him, and he should be working also during weekends instead of sitting on his laurels and thinking of Hadi. So you must remember for you to give him zakat is not permissible. Today there is so much abuse regarding zakat. Zakat means the compulsory charity, 2.5% zakat that we pay as Muslims from our excess wealth. So people look for loopholes. And now the brother says or sisters say, I want to give my sibling, my brother, but the responsibility is on the parents. So you must remember our verdict on that will be not permissible and you can see the excuse itself. He doesn't have spending money. Spending money for what? To buy another cell phone, to go buy and watch another movie. So all these haram things they want to use their money in. So not permissible that. Someone is asking from New Zealand. He says, uh, Mufti Sap, we New Zealanders, uh, we want to uh, ask Mufti Sap, when can we get the, uh, the Ramadan timetable, Ustad? Inshallah, you will receive it sometime in Shaban. Don't worry, timelessly you'll be given. Make dua now. Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa Shaban wa balligna Ramadan. O Almighty Allah, grant us barakah blessings during these months of Rajab and Shaban and spare us, Ya Allah, for the honorable and sacred month of Ramadan. Don't worry, New Zealanders, you will be informed timelessly. Make dua. O Almighty Allah, spare us all for Ramadan. Inshallah. Amin, 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 summa, amin. I see brother Imran from New Zealanders. He says, Mufti Sab, uh, when will Mufti Sab be coming to New Zealand to meet the Marhum's families, Inshallah? Yes, good question. Hmm. I've been to New Zealand thrice already, but it won't be this Ramadan. Inshallah, this Ramadan, we're planning something else, Inshallah. So may all, may Allah, grant all the Marhumin in New Zealand, all parts of the world, Jannatul Firdaus. Allah Ta'ala grant their family, Sabri Jameel. Big, the difficult times, trying mm. times, the media has now moved on. So this is when the reality really comes because now the husband is shaheed, the mother has passed away, the child has passed away. So this is the times you have to exercise a lot of sabr and all Mighty Allah teaches us when the calamity strikes, say, Inna lillah wa inna ilayhi rajiun. Verily unto all Mighty Allah do we belong. Unto all Allah return, O oh people in New Zealand, O oh people throughout the world in Gaza and Palestine, in Syria and Afghanistan, in Iraq and in other parts of the world, Yemen and so forth, read, Allahumma ajurni, join the meme with the alif. Allahumma ajurni fi musibati. O Almighty Allah, you reward me during this calamity and difficult trying times. Wahlufli khayram minha. Ya Allah, you grant me a better replacement. This is authentic hadith in Mishka Sharif, Mustad Ahmed. On the authority of Umm Salama radiallahu anha. Allahumma ajurni fi musibati. Wahlufli khayram minha. It's only all Mighty Allah Jalla who helps us in these difficult times and we go through because none can help us besides all Mighty Allah Jalla Wala. Amin, Amin. Who said my husband's niece was married for five years, then got to know that he's gay. He started abusing her physically and verbally. And during the month of Ramadan last year when she was fasting, he also what, shoved chilies into her mouth to start. What must I do? 
Remember that such a person, if he considers his activities of being gay and so forth, Allah forbid, permissible, he is out of the fall of Islam. And if he says that he knows he is committing a crime, it is his weakness and so forth, my advice to you, sister, will be, still you should leave such an immoral person. According to what you're saying, he's trying to even break your fast of Ramadan, and he's doing all these immoral activities, and he's verbally abusing you and so forth. So go to your local ulama, the jamiyat, or whoever you got some confidence in, and any organization and you apply for a fasakh. Fasakh will mean that remember to annul the marriage and on the grounds of shikaq that is now that this husband you, husband ye is gay according to you and he breaking your fast during Ramadan and involved in all the other haram activities so you applying for annulment of marriage so they will have a court case, a case and so forth and listen to both parties and you have grounds for fasakh and annulment according to how you described it now. Well, so let us go to Barbados. Uh, Mufti Sab, how are you Mufti Sab? Does the Nisab amount fluctuate daily, monthly or annually? If so, how can I find out the Nisab amount for specific dates over the last five years? Does anyone keep a record of the Nisab amount over the years? So the person says, Ustad, I have three sons who have savings account. The balance has surpassed the Nisab amount five years ago in all the accounts. Please advise from Barbados, Ustad. Yes, the Zakat Nisab changes daily and fluctuates daily because it works with the price of silver. Secondly is you can take your ulama there in Barbados and they will tell you what is a Nisab there. There are many ulama there. I lectured in all three masajid of yours. So just ask them. And if you just go on the internet and you will find that what is the Nisab. So you must remember it's very easy to cut a long story short so all of your children who have nisab they they pass the threshold so zakat and the compulsory charity is compulsory currently and for the past five years when they became sahib and nisab so zakat you have to pay and remember the quran sharif warns us wala yahsabanna alladheena yabkhaloona bima aataahum allahu min fadlihi wa khairan lahum the people who are stingy, they don't want to spend in the path of Allah from the wealth which Almighty Allah gave them. From His grace, they should not think it's a good thing. But it is something horrible, terrible for them tomorrow on the day of justice. So that wealth, that assets, that gold, that silver, that cash, that stock in trade will take the form and shape of a serpent and snake and say anakanzuk anamaluk that it will become a yoke around the person's neck and will say I am your wealth I am your treasure and you did not pay your zakat hence this punishment so therefore brother we are Muslims when you pay your zakat solely only for the love and pleasure of Allah Allah will multiply it thousand times so many times when we have thousand rand, so we have to pay twenty-five rand. 
So the capitalistic world, the democratic system will tell you that how can your wealth increase? Now you will have 975 rand, no more 1,000 rand. We say, my Allah told me that he will increase it. So that is our conviction. You try it and see when we pay our zakat. Our love for all, Almighty Allah, increases. Our love for wealth and materialism, consumerism decreases. And that is so many ways Almighty Allah rewards us. Materially also our wealth will increase. Subhanallah, subhanallah. We go to Sister Natasha this Monday morning. She says, uh, good morning and uh, my senior mentor, I hope uh, you guys are well. Uh, why don't you guys consider having a program as well Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings? Because this program, it's like, <laughs> it's attached to us daily lives. Uh, my husband and Marvin <laughs> are just suggesting Ustad. She says, I know Islam says there are no intermingling, men and women. But I'm not understanding uh, uh, my senior mentor. At the house of God in Makkah, men and women are together while going around the black box. Please ex- uh, excuse me, I don't know what it's called the black box as well in Makkah. How come they are intermingling uh, 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 my senior mentor, Ustad, Sister Natasha? Mm. We are very, very well, Sister Natasha. Thank you very well. Thank you very much. And we hope you, Marvin, the children, grandchildren are all well as well. As well. And remember that uh, for me and Moana Arafat to do programs Saturday, Sunday, Moana Arafat say he has to look after his wife that time. <laughs> So therefore, he's not available. And half the time, I'm traveling, I'm out. So therefore, anyway, it's good to keep the people in suspense also. So they look forward to the next coming Monday, like today and so forth. So thanks for all the good suggestions. Okay, very good question. Sister Natasha, our mother, mother meaning Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha, the honorable wife and spouse of Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the messenger of Islam, his honorable wife Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha used to say, Allimu nisa'akum surat nur teach your women folk, the females, the ladies, surah nur, chapter 24. So when you study chapter 24, then you will find all Allah addresses this very question. So all Allah teaches us chapter 24 verse 30, Tell the believing men to lower their gazes and they must protect their private parts. The very next verse, chapter 24, verse 31, all Allah teaches us, they tell the believing women that they must lower their gazes and they must be the ones to protect their private parts and so forth. Then all Allah goes on in front of who they can expose their beauty with who they can intermingle so they are husband they are father-in-law they are son they are nephew and those type of people there so why does islam say that intermingling is not permissible in normal circumstances you know sister natasha when you put butter next to the stove what will happen Mm. simple example you read the world, you read the media, and what happens? The Me Too movement. What is Me Too movement? That when the woman goes to work, she's alone there with the boss, she's alone there with some superior, and now they are harassed, they is sexual harassment, and they will get their 
the promotion if they do some sexual favors to certain person and this is across the board and spectrum so islam promotes we lead a pure and a chaste life sister natasha you must understand the true teachings of islam you see the western world they say light the fire and then remember we will control it mm. let the people drink some alcohol and when they are driving we will see if they beyond the limit or not you see in south africa other countries islam says no that whatever intoxicates in large quantities even one drop of it is haram and not permissible therefore no wine and no swine so islam says as far as possible there will be segregation between the genders so we solve the problem from the roots and the western world want to solve the problem from the fruits from the top allow the fire and then we will control it let the people smoke and then we will send them to the rehabs and tell them so one billion dollars for smoking and two billion dollars for rehab you go and read the statistics so islam say why have the problem in the first place so similarly sister people are going i took my wife yesterday or saturday for shopping so now there's intermingling there so you must remember that is beyond your control so therefore we say normal circumstances you spoke of the kaaba that is the black box as you say so rather say the kaaba the black with a black cloth right mm. so we don't mind you use the word black box is fine because you want to learn we got no problem with that so we say Kaaba the house of Allah house of Allah means we face that direction throughout the whole world whether we in the plane or in the train or on the land or on the sand so we face that direction so there we all going round and round so myself my wife somebody else's mother daughter and so forth why we go round and round sister Natasha when our clothes get dirty we place it in the washing machine and then it spins and when it comes out it's white and clean so we go around the Beitullah and that is the Kaaba so we see that we come out pure and clean from our vices and sins you see sister Natasha to understand Islam we must not be selective we must study it holistically now when you are there in Makkah Mukarramah that I told you on Friday the valley of Paran as mentioned in the Bible so that is the valley of Paran as mentioned in the Bible Makkah Mukarramah so nevertheless Quran says وَمَيْ يُرِدِ فِيهِ بِإِلْحَادٍ بِذُلْمٍ نُذِقْهُ مِنْ عَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ Everywhere in the world, a person will only be considered a sinner after he or she perpetrates the crime. But in that area of Makkah and surroundings, so there a person makes an intention of a sin, just an intention. He looks at that lady with lust and passion. She looks at him with lust and passion. Mm. So all Allah says, we will punish them a terrible punishment. Surah 22, Surah Hajj, referring to the pilgrimage, which is done there in Makkah Mukarramah and verse 25. So yes, it's true. True that in Makkah the men and women all go round and round together, 
but we must remember that is so that we get purified and therefore we say it's best the mother goes with her son the wife goes with the husband and so forth so there's no hanky-panky business and the ummah are warned that even if you just make an intention of a crime Almighty Allah will unleash a terrible punishment chapter 22 verse 25 you ask the whole week sister Natasha you're going back to school so we hope tomorrow inshallah you will still be listening to us record it and teach your students tell them let us remove all our agendas and let us look the quest for truth may Almighty Allah bless you guide you and you become an asset to humanity Amin, Amin, Amin Swamiji says definitely would do my senior mentor tomorrow is back to school that's Sister Natasha everybody wants I, I also want that podcast uh, Hajabu Yusuf I see everyone wants that podcast regarding the question of Sister Natasha we start quickly before oh, okay Abu Dhabi tonight inshallah I see I got a message from Abu Dhabi tonight we start our program inshallah we'll run, run down our program today inshallah at 5 past 1 after the Adhan of Zohar today with the help grace and mercy of Almighty Allah we complete Surah Hadid inshallah that will be completing the 27th Jews and the 27th part of the Noble Quran inshallah Hapas 1 to 2 will be Surah Tawbah chapter 9 from the archives 2 to Hapas 2 will be our report back of our program of this week here the past week 8 to 10 tonight inshallah Q&A so make dua for Mawana Arafat inshallah so make dua for us and the Ummah at large Barakallah Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.